You're listening to the Periodic Table of Awesome podcast, bringing you the best of geek from week to week. Join your hosts, Dion and Quinny, and the occasional special guest as they talk movies, TV, gaming, toys, comics, and everything in between. Sometimes I think there's something missing. Like I had something lovely. And it's gone. I lie in bed thinking... What have I lost? This friend called Donna Noble. I had to wipe her memory to save her life. No! If she remembers me, she will die. So what happens now? The spaceship crashes right in front of her. It's like she's drawing us in. What the hell? We've got a bloody Martian in the shed. Don't go. Me, me. Oh, here we go again. I don't believe in destiny, but if destiny exists. Heading for Donna Noble. And I've got a memory. After a very long time, something's coming back. Who are they? Monsters. <laughs> There's something so bad the TARDIS ran away. Yes. Then we go and kick its ass! Bridge Stewart. What do we do this time, Doctor? How do we fight the human race? Ah! Something entered this world. Oh, but he is recognizing me. Who is he? The one who waits. Open fire! Why does it have to be this? Your fight is with me! I don't know if I can save your life this time. Hello and welcome <laughs> to the Periodic Table of Awesome for 2024. How are you all going? What year is it? What year is it? What? Where am I? What year is it? I'm... Where am I? What am I? Who am I? Uh... I need to get back in my TARDIS. Marty, get back in my TARDIS with me, Marty, and go with get go back time in... and space, Marty. Oh, hang on, that's a totally that's different. That's totally fucking... different. That's a totally different TARDIS and time travel, but it is somewhat time travel. Hi, welcome to twenty twenty four. It looks exactly like twenty twenty three. It feels like it. Yeah. Oh yeah. It feels <laughs> like. I'm only two days it was back. Just fucking days. Yeah, ago. guys, I'm only two days back at work, and I'm not enjoying it. <laughs> No, I'm not even oh, back. Oh, I wish you could have heard it before we started. Jill, <laughs> Jill just went off on, yeah. on a on a on a tear for the past yeah. I don't know 15 minutes. About look, DM me if you want to read the email that I had to write today. So I'll yeah. send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and big hello to everybody in the chat. We've got all of our regulars there. Yeah, we've welcome back, everyone. Yes, we're all there. Um, we're all talking about stuff. We're talking about, uh, you know, it's 2024. Time for new things, new beginnings. Let's talk about a 60-year anniversary of a science fiction TV show. <laughs> With the return of a character who hasn't been seen on screen for 10 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, just, yeah. who now is just refusing. And the rest. And he wanted to do it so hard that he made the writers write a para <laughs> Sorry, a parallax. No, not a parallax. A uh, paradox. Write a paradox into well. canon. 
They made he made them yeah. write a paradox in a canon, but we'll get into that, won't we? Yes, later. Well, well when was it David yeah. Tennant who wanted that, or was it the returning Russell T Davies who wanted that? <laughs> who cares who wanted that one? But let's get let's get into the the thing, the the, the stuff we're talking about. We're talking about uh, well, what it's twenty twenty four. We're going to talk yeah. about uh, four specials, which I was oh, a bit surprised yes. when I had to go in and I do it. It's like, oh, we're going to do Doctor Who. And I'm like, oh, yes, a Doctor Who Christmas special. That should be fun. Little did I know, there were four of them. Oh, you weren't abreast of it. I was not. No, I was I waiting been, for four. I, like, mm. I, I, I was working on a job over the Christmas and New Year break, which was a small little thing, which invo- involved some fireworks that went into the sky. Yeah around the Sydney mm. area. Oh, no. So I don't know <laughs> shit about shit <laughs> until like Friday I, I last admit, week. Because <laughs> I was like... D- d- I, I haven't seen Dion in the last, I don't know, month. Because essentially, yeah. even before Christmas, where D- where's Dion? He's preparing. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm in preparation, in preparation for, th- for all things uh, that were there. But, you know, look, it was fun. It happened. Everything was great. The fireworks all went off, yeah? They did mm. go off. I yes. didn't press. They were very pink. They were very barbecue fireworks. I, I must applaud. Yeah, I yeah, didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't press. I didn't get to press go on any of those things because I'm not mm. that important. Ah. You know, I was just one of the many, many hundreds of people that make that kind of thing go. But it, you know, it's fun. Like you know, New Year's. Got to work New Year's for, yeah. the, for for the Sydney Harbour Show at least once in your life. Give it a crack. Yeah, and yes, yes, the, yes. and yes, the fire worked. <laughs> In fact, I know all about how which fires worked and which ones perhaps may not have if they did or did not work, which I will not confirm. Uh, I was going to say, I... can you confirm or deny that fireworks? No, I will. I will confirm and deny no background stories at all whatsoever. But I just want to say it happened. The Sydney New Year's Eve happened. Uh, I yeah. need to ask a cheeky little question. But sure. where are people getting their illegal fireworks from now? Because there were so many, so um, many. I... From what from from, um, from the small part that I, I mean, know where they're getting them Canberra. from, uh, the only people... no, they're illegal in Canberra now. You can't go to Canberra for fireworks oh, anymore. Yeah. Only, yeah, yeah, and they used to be in the Northern Territory. I mean, you can go um, to the internet for porn, can you? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the internet is for porn. Did you not see Mister uh, Avenue Q? I I did, but I didn't realize <laughs> I could do that. Ah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but up. like. Yeah. Illegal fireworks. I had a spectacular show from the neighbours. The the only place I know oh, wow. to get really? uh, where you get where you get fireworks these days is from the police who just confiscated them from people <laughs> setting them off in the parks, uh-huh. which is kind of one of those things. Like to ask the answer the question, where did they get the fireworks from? I have no <laughs> idea, Jill. You know, mm. maybe they came uh-huh. in with those underground vape shipments before all of that became illegal on the first mm. of January. <laughs> Who knows? Well, wherever it is, um, if you if you've got a hookup in the chat, don't write it. No, <laughs> it's not your watch list. <laughs> yeah, it will go badly. Don't tell anyone. If you've got a hookup, don't tell anyone. For fuck's sake. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. So Jill had oh, illegal fireworks. About fireworks. Oh. No, we are. We are talking about fireworks. I thought we are. Okay. okay right. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I I didn't have to have illegal fireworks because from my my balcony I could look out and see mm-hmm. lucky you. fireworks shows. Oh, oh yeah, but they're all at least five kilometers away, so they're <laughs> very small little pins. Oh, see, okay. look, if, here's the segue that we go in there. If you play with fireworks, you're most likely going to end up needing a doctor. Oh, which oh. doctor? <laughs> doctor who? <laughs> <laughs> That's not his name. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my god. Did you guys ever see the um oh my god, now I've just mind blanked on his name. The the bald fellow from Black Books. Uh oh Bill Bailey. Oh Bill Bailey, Bill yes. Bailey. Did a comedy show where he was like, What if Doctor Who was French and it was Doctor Key? Do you, you remember that? Did you guys <laughs> ever see that stand up? Oh yes, Dr. I, I remember Key. him doing the I remember him doing the musical one where he he did the Doctor Who theme, but as a French, um, like yeah, um, yeah, 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 uh, like jazz. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. that was the one. That's that the was one. the one. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yes. But we're not talking uh, about that Doctor. It's very are we? good, and it's well worth looking up. We're talking about something yeah, fresh, funny. something um, new. Very for twenty twenty three, for twenty twenty four, we've got a new doctor. You know, it's a it's a young yes. upstart who's he's gonna have like looks like he's gonna have a great career. Yeah, it's David Tennant. Never seen him as a doctor before. <laughs> Did a great job, nah. you know. And yeah. a, and a new yeah. and a, a new uh, companion. You know, Donna Noble. Yeah. Uh, good old Catherine Tate. Yeah, never seen them together. It's amazing. They did a really good no. job. They, uh, they they tried they real really hard. They really bounced off each other. Surprisingly, yeah, well. yeah, yeah. How did that happen? What what the hell? Like, I mean, it was confusing for everyone. For me, yeah. I, mean, I gotta say, look, when it was first announced, I was like, oh, come on, guys, really? Like, this is mm. fan service. And then a part of me was like, hang on a fucking minute, Doctor is all about fan service. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm like, going on about no this is fucking brilliant i i loved donna and doctor together like that was I, like the dream team they were fantastic yeah um and rob rob's not bothered by Catherine tate he's not bothered oh, oh. not bothered I'm not bothered. I mean, not bothered. I mean, come on. This is the, yes. is the Doctor Who turning into the Marvel universe now, where people die but they don't really die; they just come back eventually. Have you watched any of the Doctor Who's? I. The weird thing is that there's now two David Tennant Doctors running around in this universe. At least. Yeah. And a, and a daughter. Yeah, there's this. What, what about the, Christopher the, Eccleston? The, the one that. Sorry. What about Christopher what about Eccleston? Him? Is he coming back what anytime soon? No. In fact, he... he uh, I think he fucking hates a, it now, actually. Yeah, at a fan expo recently, he was asked, what would it take you to come back to Doctor Who? <laughs> and he said, fire Russell T Davies, fire Julie Tamer, fire this person, fire that person. Fuck no, I'm never coming back to Doctor Who. So he's made his statement pretty clear on that one. So there's a possibility. Yep. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, so basically the, the story is that during the filming of his season, he had quite bad, um, not bulimia, uh, anorexia, um, mm. and was dealing with a lot of really unpleasant shit and essentially got told by the, the powers that be in Doctor Who, suck it up, do the fucking work. Um, we don't have time for your bullshit. And that's mm. why he did one season. Um well, that's out. unfortunate. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is a real shame because I think he was, for, for me, I and putting my hand up to it, big, long-term, massive Doctor Who fan. Back to the 70s, you know, Tom Baker, back to all that mm. shit. Mm. Um, who's your favourite so, Doctor, you know, Granny? Oh, it's like asking who's your favourite to Tom Baker. Um, <laughs> Tom Baker was the first Doctor Who I ever saw. Like, I remember seeing some weird black and white TV show on ABC in the afternoon and it was Tom Baker at the top of a flight of stairs and he's like, oh, oh. and the Daleks were trying to come after him. But at that point, they couldn't hover. 
no. So he was he was safe <laughs> at the top of the stairs, but <laughs> still terrifying. And I'm like, what is this? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I I same the same as you, Jill. Like, I I sort of started in the 80s with, and I'm pretty sure because Tom Baker was actually only the Doctor through the 70s and very early 80s. So when I was old enough to be watching it, they must have been reruns. Oh um, wow. Yeah, because I also remember seeing John Pertwee. Um, okay. What do you mean? And do you mean, do you mean Doctor Who reruns. has been rerun on the ABC since it aired originally? <laughs> has that that sounds that sounds weird? Content wouldn't be like that. <laughs> Never again. No, <laughs> not anymore. Yeah, what's happened there? This is something that freaked me out. I've actually bit. got like, yeah, uh, friends of the family, boomers that don't have Disney Plus, and they're like, how am I going to watch my Doctor Who? I'm like, yeah, get your kid to hook Can someone up, explain babes. that to me? Like, I <laughs> get went, with the times. I was told, like, yeah, the decision was like, we're doing Doctor Who. I'm like, cool. So what did I do? Loaded up the good old ABC iView and was yep. like, nah. And then I looked up where to look, watch it. It's like Disney. I'm like, what the merry fuck is yep. going on? You know, the BBC sold its soul to the mouse. It really did. Oh, uh, but God. you know what? I'm not angry about it because, quite frankly, it gives them a budget and it gives them broader international uh, distribution. I am sad that it's not on free to air TV. I think yeah. that in Australia, it is yeah. a fucking shame that, yeah. that something that has been around since the 60s um, and that's that was a part of um, multiple generations growing up is yeah. now not freely and available. And I would I say probably has a bigger following here than in the States as well. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. 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 Um, because, I mean, the, the reason that Doctor Who is as big as it is here is because for a large proportion of the country, there were two channels. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, at five o'clock on a, on a weekday night, there was only two options, whatever the fuck was on the other channel and Doctor <laughs> Who. Sure. And the goodies and all that kind of stuff. I mean, you know, this is the thing. Like, public broadcasting in Australia especially has been trying to cast a broad net, have a little bit of something for everyone, which is kind of what makes it great and terrible, you know, because not everyone wanted to watch Doctor Who, but that's all there was at that time and you can come back later for the sport or something or, you know, I kind of I kind of like that sort of thing. And sometimes some people complain about the ABC. They're like, oh, I didn't like that bit. And it's like, you don't have to like all of it. It's not popular <laughs> television. It's a service. It's a public service. It's out there to create mm -hmm. bits and pieces of content that may serve a wider range than just, you know, fucking uh, drive time television, which is, yeah, you know. And commercial stuff. Yeah, it's not it supposed to be. It is deeply, deeply uncommercial. <laughs> Sure. Um, and for a long it. time, Doctor Who was deeply, deeply uncommercial. What are you talking was... about? They had, they definitely had some sort of set. <laughs> May have wobbled a bit. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> and we loved all that kind of stuff. It was, it was and done, it was I, done I, with I... a commercial eye. They only had a very limited amount of money. <laughs> yes. so um, I, I, I do love that many of the people in the chat are talking about how they were terrified by the earlier Doctor Who because yeah. I mean, okay. As, as it should be. Quick, quick yeah. point on that one. I want. I will pick up on that one immediately. Uh, yeah, people are going to talk about the mm. old Doctor Who that terrified them as kids. I've got to say, I did stop at a couple of times during the watching of these four Doctor Who specials, and I went, "That's mildly terrifying." Yeah. Um, you know. Yes, like, but that is, I think, the brilliant thing about bringing Russell back to Doctor Who. Fucking oath. I mean, yeah. just 
just too many teeth. <laughs> Donna <laughs> Noble. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Tari it says, Doctor Who is meant to be scary, and I think she's absolutely fucking right. Yeah. Doctor Who, at its best, is a little bit scary. Yes. It's the right kind of scary. Yes. You know, you look back at, either you go back to Eccleston and you've got the, the empty child where the kid's walking around with a gas mask going, are you my mummy? Yeah. Probably fucking scary. Exactly. You go back to the Tom Baker stuff. He's he's doing like eldritch horror shit. <laughs> there's an episode or there's a one of those that's basically almost a remake of the thing. Um, you know, this monster starts in Antarctica and takes over people, and it's just like this is this is scary shit. Yeah. And yes, Blink. Blink is fucking terrifying. Yeah. Well. Yeah. hundred percent. But also really goofy and dumb. Yes. And completely yes. and and just completely weird because like why are you talking about that? That that should be terrifying. You should be shitting yourself. But it's like, no, we've mm-hmm. dealt with that now, moved on. It's all fine now. And I, I love that there was a period where um uh Douglas Adams was writing for Doctor Who and I think he kind of hit the perfect tone for it, which is yes, it's a little ludicrous. It's a little bit kind of comedic and the doctor can say funny things, but then there are certain concepts and, and sci-fi and everything like that that is big and a bit scary and a bit hmm. weird. And I think that's where some of these these ones... So the other thing we haven't mentioned is this is the 60th anniversary. Um, mm-hmm. And if you think back 10 years, the 50th anniversary was a big fucking deal. Um, like it was the first time that Doctor Who had ever been shown in cinemas. Um you know, people... I forgot went, about that. Yeah. It yeah. was like a, I don't know, it was like a, a two-hour or hour-and-a-half-long episode. Mm. Um, and it had multiple doctors and it was this big thing. And I think a lot of people were expecting a lot of that for this. So what we got was not what a lot of other, what a lot of people expected. Oh. Well, I mean, it's the 60th anniversary, so it's diamonds. So you really were... I had pretty high expectations there. Did you? Yes. <laughs> and then I found out that I had to watch four of them, and I'm never going to let that go. You're angry about that, aren't you? Well, it's just a I lot. I finished the third one, and I'm like, so we get the fourth one next week. And I was like, no, the fourth one's the Christmas one. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was, I was just loving having a, a, a brief period of time where there was every week there was a new Doctor Who. Yeah. I fucking love that. I love it when there's a series on, and I'm like, oh, each week there's a new one to discuss. Something new to, to play with. Mm. Yeah, um, I I loved it because um, it was something that me and mum used to watch together. We always used to watch mm. Doctor Who. Um, and getting to, to have David come back, who was probably our favourite Doctor, let's be honest, mm. um, he does was great like... to, like, after the episode, catch up with mum and say, oh, my God, did you watch it? Oh, my God, this. Oh, my God, that. He does feel like he's putting on the old suit and he feels very comfortable in that. God, and the hair. I'm like, oh, David. (laughs) And the the eyebrows. I did love the new costume. It was like paying homage to his previous outfit, but a little bit more updated. It was quite fun. I did did like that. Do we have some sort of synopsis uh, around what all this is? Did we do? We do? We do. Um, so th- technically, there are there are three, mm, technically four to snop size, um, mm. but uh, 
I'll, I'll do the first because technically these are just the ones for the um, the 60th anniversary. Sure. So okay. Do you have m- music or anything like? Oh, that? I have some music that is out there because we can't ever get around this without the KLF. <laughs> Amazing. I wish I could hear it. <laughs> the Star Beast sees Doctor and Donna come face to face after all of these years, but just how and why is about to be revealed. Until in the wild blue yonder, the TARDIS takes the Doctor and Donna to the furthest edge of adventure. To escape, they must face the most desperate fight of their lives with the fate of the universe. Stake only to be met with the giggle. It's a good mashup of all three, though. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was kind of making it up. Yeah, damn. Uh, don't worry, apparently the music didn't come through on that, which is something I'm going to have to check next time. That's weird. Because uh, uh, I was like, uh, I can't hear it. I'm totes going to put that in the uh, podcast. So go right ahead and uh, imagine it. Like, it makes a lot more sense when it's in the podcast. Um, Absolutely, yes. Yeah, I, was, I still was bopping along to that synopsis. That was a fun synopsis, Quinny. Thanks. Um, yeah, good. Thank you. Uh, and in case anyone was guessing, it's, it's Doctor in the TARDIS by the KLF. Yes. Is that the one? Well, yeah, yeah, there is there is there there is that mention there. Look it's the eighties. You don't have to go too much into it. You'll find it eventually. It'll get there. I just remember when that song came out and I was I was doing something else and this song came going on going Doctor Who hey. Doctor Who <laughs> and I was like, Are they singing Doctor Who? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, but you see, also British people have a great tradition of singing terrible chants at the football. And they just start going, yep. oi, 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 and that's it, you know, for like seven hours. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. That's and, any sporting match, really. I spent two weeks of my Christmas holidays watching World Championship darts, and it's the same thing there. Lovely darts. <laughs> same, Lovely darts. same, same tunes everywhere you go. I still don't know the words. <laughs> World Championship See, the only ones that darts. I now know are because I've been watching Welcome to Wrexham, so I've got all these sort of. Oh, it's the same ones there. It's the same one there. It's that. Um, um, We've got. Oh, yeah! Um, you got Super Paul Marlin from the Wrexham yeah, yeah. one, but it's that yeah. one in everything. But I don't know what the original words are. Right, we've got Paul Marlin, Super Paul Marlin. I yeah. just don't think you understand. Rocky <laughs> right. Dynamite. It comes from down the right. Da, 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 da. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that tune. I don't know what the original song he's is, there. but they just he's change here. the words. Any sport. He's, he's every fucking way. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And the weird sure. thing is, Dean, your your mic keeps cutting out, so you just oh. keep going. Ah, 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 ah. Oh, my apologies. We'll fix this. Anyway, it's twenty twenty four. I have to talk to. There are goblins. There are goblins. Can you tell it's been a while. This whole sort of thing. Um. Uh. All right. So the first one that came that we we're talking about right now is uh, Star Beast. The Star Beast. Yes, the very cute Star Beast, which was a bit weird, but also, um, I mean, hey, telegraphed. To the nth degree, I with the star the beast with the meat. I didn't think it was going to be evil. And my oh, mum's really? like saw that coming. I'm like, well, what? should I put up the so cute. should I put up the spoiler <laughs> thing just for in case anyone's there because we are talking through like four different things and just in case. Yeah, that's yeah, probably yeah, yeah. not a bad yeah. idea. Um, I can't. Oh, I can't well, guarantee. Meat versus moopsie. Oh, mo- <laughs> moopsie, moopsie eats fucking bones. Eat- 
both cute little white white creatures yeah. from space. No, the moop- see the moopsie would would eat all of the bones of everybody yeah. around it, but the meep is going for intergalactic domination. Mm. No, the, the, like the, I don't the, think the moopsie is 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 on a on a grand scale. I think it's more. <laughs> Personal horror. We could rewrite right. that and actually have the meep like flying off in their rocket and thinks they're getting away and it's just like cackling, going, Yes, domination. And then from behind it, you just hear moopsie. Yeah. <laughs> in the cockpit. So meep is like, <laughs> meep is, is true evil and moopsie is chaotic neutral. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, and, and, you're talking about telegraphing whether or not the meep is evil or not. Yeah. I mean, it was telegraphed by about 40 years. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so the meep uh, originally showed up in one of the Doctor Who comics. In fact, really? the Star Beast itself is a, a comic by Pat Mills oh, and Dave oh, Gibbons. Um, and this is one of those things where people are like, oh, it's a 60th anniversary. Are we going to do, you know, like doctor multiple doctor stories and stuff and i think it's really interesting they've gone actually let's adapt something from the comics from the like the 70s or the 80s or whatever it is and i thought it was a heap of fun i was really enjoying it no one no one who's over 40 years old watches doctor who now anyway so how would they remember (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think my favorite thing about that first uh, special was how the doctor was being really covert and it was so out of character I feel for them normally Uh, they're always such a in your face I'm the boss I'm taking over hey what's going on I'm gonna sort this out but to see a more covert side of the Doctor was really cool, especially, like, the new technology and stuff, like drawing a screen in, this, oh, yeah. in the air with the with the uh, the Sonic and then being able to, like, do stuff like, on the screen. I'm like, right shit, up. this is fucking cool. Fucking busting out some cool shit here, right? Up. Yeah, I'm like, this is some more uh, up-to-date kind of sci-fi from Doctor Who. I'm here for it. Yeah. And I, I also loved, like, I mean... Me being a, a big bleeding heart fucking lefty, um, you know, progressive and everything like that, there were moments in that that I was actually like, oh fucking hell, because I think a lot of a lot of people, yeah, the anti work police are going to be all over this kind oh, of thing. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> you know, when when uh, and also it was lovely to see Donna be portrayed in a way that could have could so easily have gone in a different direction with her character. Because she was always very kind of self-involved and a mm-hmm. bit kind of um, uh, not chavy, but she was uh, didn't see the big picture. Um, sure. And for her to then have a trans daughter and to be such a fucking great ally, I was like, oh, oh yes, and I'm ecstatic that the BBC got fucking hundreds of complaints. <laughs> because their response like, was perfect. How are these people watching this show not relating with Donna's mother at all and, like, how she's like, I'm trying to be a good person about this. I don't want to say the wrong thing. Am I doing the right thing? Like, is, was that okay? That kind of thing. That's so relatable for people that don't understand the trans community and, you know, what it's like to have to... Um, you know, accept that 
maybe people are different from you these days and mm. to to be an ally and to be um progressive and and learn to accept that people are different from you and want to do better so it's it's really disappointing that like the point was entirely missed yeah absolutely but also i i love that it was handled in a way that tied it into the core of the story yes like it was very much about saying this person this rose mm. is an essential part of this story and the fact that they are mm. non-binary or trans is actually the 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 deus ex of the story it's yes. the whole fucking point and i was like oh nice so yeah. i gotta say and I'm pretty proud of my boomer mum because she was like, I loved all that storyline bit with like the non-binary stuff. She was, that was really smart. I'm like, oh, God, why are you the only one that's getting better, mum? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that your mum's getting better. That's lovely. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and actually Rob makes a really good point. In in her younger years, she probably would have been one of the, the mean kids. Um, mm. But now, you know. Whether Donna knew it or not, she had changed. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's a nice sort of arc for these three episodes is about change and growth and learning. Mm. And they're, they're very enjoyable. Um, yeah. Dion, any further thoughts on the Star Beast? Um, kind of, but you know, mm. this is more to do with the, the episode of, I mean, as, as an introduction to, uh, the return of Doctor Who, like, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to, to judge it as a singular item when it is part of the whole, because I feel mm -hmm. like if you try to judge it as a, as a, sim a singular one, you miss a lot of the interconnected story beats, uh, not really story beats, but like themes that run through it. Like one of them is mm -hmm. sort of a backlash against cancelling or people being too woke that goes, it's threaded through all the other stories. Uh, and, yeah. you know, you're sort of saying, talking about representation within it and that just gets continued on, you know, throughout the, the remaining one. So like I've sort of got to say, I kind of felt like, it was the most traditional kind of Doctor Who, like it's Monster of the yep. Week one. But it mm -hmm. also felt like like it didn't ship me as much as the third one. But uh Oh really? <laughs> I know. I've got I, I know. Wow. I know. Yeah. Opinions. Yeah. You have opinions, we all have opinions. <laughs> but I did I did feel like it was the weakest one of those ones. Which is, is hard to say, yeah. Like I was kind of watching, even though it felt like it had the most production design and effort that went into it, <laughs> I felt like it was the weakest one of them. And I was like, ah, oh, cool. I mean, it is also going from the fact that it is based on a comic from the 1970s or whatever it was. <laughs> um, yeah. And, you know, there are elements of it that are relatively simplistic and everything like that. But yeah. I still, I had a lot of fun with it. And, it just, it felt like um, it was a wrap up also, of... Of the, it felt like Sorry. it was a wrap up of the Donna Noble whole thing. How to sure. get her out of yeah. the position she's in, and then start the new one. So kind of, it did serve a purpose. So I just kind of went. I didn't enjoy the, the the, the meek, as much as I thought mm. I would. Okay. I, I loved Anna. it. I loved uh, Miriam Muggles just having a fucking great time. Oh yeah, she was I just having it. a blast. I love that she said. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, okay. I love that she said, I just, I'm really glad that I finally got to be a Doctor Who before I die. <laughs> okay. Oh, 
Yeah. <laughs> you're, well, you're funny, Miriam. She's blunt as fuck. But also, apparently, the, the Sarah Jane adventures don't count, so anyway, whatever. <laughs> uh, should we move on to the next sort of piece? Talk about that one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What was the next one? The next one was the... Wild Blue Yonder. Oh, yeah, which was a, 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 a stranger one to get into, but I thought that was one of the stronger ones. Is this the one that was all in the space shuttle thing? Yep. In the right. ship. The ship at the edge yeah. of the universe. That was hella creepy and I loved it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Should um, should we go and have a little quick, quick clip on that one or do you want to save I, that yes, to the end? This is the bit where I realised that it was still perfect Doctor Who in that it's both creepy mm. and a little bit dumb. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she think they have a kitchen in this place? They have food. My arms are too long. Yeah. Wow. I skipped dinner last night because of you and the meat. Oh, we get hungry, don't we? Strange, the system should be swimming right now. Those rectangles, did you move all of them up? My arms are too long. Mm, I suppose it is a bit fiddly. Could you pop back and finish it? My arms are too long. Okay. You all right? My arms are too long. Look. It's okay. I'm here. I've got you. Whatever this is, we can... Are you Donna? So very difficult. Donna, are you there? What are they? They're us. They're not us. The notion of shape is strange. It limits. It is limited. Okay, whatever shape you want to take, that's fine. You can do whatever you want. I just want to say, it's very nice to meet you. I'm the doctor. This is Donna. That's how we go. You can just get those bodies to calm down. We can talk. That'll be nice, don't you think? They're looking at us like food. Food is interesting. Because once I sort out the arms, then I have a problem with the jaw. Oh, yeah. Uh. Just delicious. Do you even remember that old existential meme that was like, my spoon is too big? Reminded me of that. My arms oh. are too long. What about from the dark ages oh, of the internet, it. which was salad fingers? Yes. yes. <laughs> yes. I was thinking that sounds like salad fingers. I've ever read yes. thought of it. <laughs> yeah. See, did. it's funny. Like this reminded me of the very first episode of of the Christopher Eccleston one, where uh, we met Rose uh, for the first time and Mickey, and mm -hmm. there were the the plastic autons. Mm. Um, and there are elements of that that were kind of dumb and goofy, <laughs> <clears throat> like you know Mickey getting eaten by a a big a rubbish tin or something like that, turned into a plastic version of himself. And there were bits of this where I was like, oh, is this going down that kind of goofy route? But then it it just kind of landed in, and I was yeah. like, oh no, oh no, I find that really creepy, and I don't like yeah. it. But it worked well I, because it was the Yeah, scene. I like a, uh, a locked room mystery yeah. kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And, you know, it was always like, it's it's like the thing, you know, who is real, who is not real, what's the big thing? Yeah. And, you know, plus you've got that other mystery of the ship and why is it there and what is it doing and all that kind mm. of stuff, which mm. was just kind of fun. And I like that yeah. robot. Mm. I thought it was, it was the one that to me felt like the most kind of, like a good standalone episode of Doctor Who. Yeah. It wasn't trying to be an anniversary special. It mm. wasn't trying to, mm. you know, shoehorn in another doctor or another, you know, companion or anything yeah. like that. It was like, okay, we're just going to tell a really creepy fucking Doctor Who story. Yeah, but it was also like after the first one, it kind of feels like, surprise, we're actually just going to keep doing this and it's yes. going to be the standard from now on. <laughs> and it's like we're just going to, yeah, the Doctor and Donna, that's it. We're just doing that from yeah. now on. I'm like, yeah. cool, yeah. And they're trapped because <laughs> the TARDIS has left. Oh, no, not again. The TARDIS has left. It'll come back. Yeah. It'll come back. Yeah. 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 And the thing that Rob makes a really good point that it gave David and Catherine a chance to showcase their acting off each other, off mm. each other. And mm. and that was a thing that I had a couple of moments where I actually forgot that, you know, it was just Tennant and Tate doing their thing and then yeah. Tennant and Tate doing completely different characters. I was like, oh, oh, this is really good, hmm. smart t- TV and writing. I had a problem with it, though. Oh, tell me your problem. Uh, is it okay to give a spoiler, though, if somebody well, hasn't seen the episode? The spoilers, I'm pretty sure everybody here has kind of seen that. episode. Spoiler logos are up. That's what we're talking okay. about. Okay. So my problem was with the ending. Uh, and I feel like it did a disservice to the character's relationship that the doctor picked the wrong Donna. But he I don't like that he fucked it up. Because to me, they had like built such a strong relationship and he like confessed to people that, you know, he doesn't know that he loves Donna and that she was his best friend. Uh, and, you know, basically, oh yeah, she's my best friend. I fucking love her. But claims to know her and then picked the wrong one and then was like, oh, and then I realised and then I went back. I'm like, nah, don't buy it. Hmm. Yeah. For me, it fucking, it ruined the episode. He should have picked the right one. Yeah. Because I I enjoyed it. Because he was so confident that he picked the correct Donna and I was like, oh, okay. Because, like, the answer to that question was kind of weird as well. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of would have picked the other one as well like i don't know how that was the right answer mm-hmm. yeah i guess because one that's just sounded me. more glib and more kind of donna-esque yeah um yeah i don't know but like, written... i i actually kind of enjoyed it because it gave that extra little tang at the end and i did have a brief moment where i thought are they gonna just leave him with the no thing that'd be fucking creepy yeah, but yeah. it's like, why Why would you plant that seed of doubt for the audience in their relationship that like, oh, he actually doesn't know her that well? I'm like, because you that need doesn't the, feel like a good thing. Because you need the nothing character to come back later and swap herself out. Mm. Like, and then we go. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> uh, this is part of that whole sort of thing, isn't it? No, no, nah. no, 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 no. <laughs> and, and a fair fun... cop. What's that day? A fair cop. Yeah. yeah, no, no, like yeah. that was my only issue in, in all four episodes. Mm. Yeah. Okay, Rob makes a good point that the fake Donna sounded more like the Donna from 
season four, like old Donna, mm. and not okay. necessarily the new one who's grown for 16 years without him. So that's, see, yeah. mm. <laughs> I think I, could, I, I do want to go and see it again. Oh, go and see it, watch it again. Um, one thing that I loved about it, the the big, you know, when they kind of grow big. And, oh, God, yeah. yeah. You know, all I was seeing was Attack on Titan. <laughs> I was getting yep. really, like, strong kind of, the, they're these things that. And also, like, the creepy faces. Yeah, the creepy yeah. faces, too. <laughs> yeah. Gormless and, and just kind mm. of big and dumb, but at the same time, deadly. And I've, I've yeah, I've had so much fun with that episode. And I was, I just dug the, the feel. Um, and especially, mm. where are you? On We're at the edge of the universe. We're literally at the edge and there's nothing past here. Yeah. Just That's things creepy. that live in the nothing that don't have yeah. form or shape. It's, it's good concepts. And I'm not going to like complain mm. about how they wrote an ending for it that they didn't really think about. <laughs> it was pitched as a good idea. And then like, hey, we could do some creepy shit here. It's like, amazing. How do we get out of it? I don't know. Sonic Screwdriver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Rob says, could it have been made on the old BBC budget? Yes, I think it could. Yeah, 100%. Like, like all you would yeah. have needed was a few prosthetics just a green and stuff screen. like that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, green screen. Even the, that, like, you just have one long corridor and keep using yeah. the same piece of set. The robot was pretty much a Marvin the Martian. Sorry, not Marvin the Martian. <laughs> Marvin the robot from, um, uh, yeah. uh, what was the Don't Panicking? Hitchhiker's Guide. Me brain as big as a house yes and i'm walking down this corridor again um <laughs> yes but i like i did the, like that uh, i like the design i like the episode i um, thought it was good mm, mm. okay well that brings us to our third one yeah which uh, <laughs> sounds like we've got some divisive opinions on das okay Diggle. i was uh pretty shocked can i say because we all knew that poor old Bernard Cribbins passed away and mm. I was astonished that he was had filmed something else and it was in the special because I had no idea. I yeah. don't know if this was something that was kept under wraps or not, I that he so, yeah. had filmed this for the special before he passed away, but I was like, what is going on? Yeah, I, and especially because in that the first episode where they talked about, you know, um, Wilf being away. Yeah, I'm else, like, oh, I this just... is nice. Yeah, they're just like, you know, harking back to the memory and like remembrance of yeah. old Bernard, but and he showed up, and I was like, "No, oh, oh Will fucking heart. like fuck!" Oh my god! Yeah, oh, yeah, just the, the the emotion of him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that that really did my did my heart in because mm. I yeah. I loved Wilf. Yeah, oh, he did. Yes. Um, but then, yeah, only filmed that one thing and then didn't film anything else for the last one. So that's all right. Yeah, it's a, it's but a my fair goodness, call. like he literally died late days later. Oh, like wow. it was really his very last thing that he did. So, mm. but he did it. So, and we got it. He did. Yeah. Yes. And then what are we getting this? The fucking Spice Girls. I fucking loved it. I loved, I loved, loved, loved Con, the old You need to spice, spice up your life. Con, contextually, up your fucking life. I got it. And look, we're all a fan of Neil Patrick Harris, like eating fucking yeah. scenery, just <laughs> demolishing. And I like the fact that he got to use some of his magic. Uh, 
Yep. Mm, yes, so like yes. real, real uh, card shuffling magic uh, in in a, in a show, which is quite great. But it just whiffed. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Good. Hang on, oh, the, 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 the Spice Girl, Girls whiffed or the whole episode whiffed? I felt like it just whiffed the whole episode. I was watching it try to really get on board with it, and by the end of it I was just like, well, that was just a fucking stupid, weird uh... thing. Like, that's just that was just kind of like uh, shaking up the, the snow globe and watching all of the Doctor <laughs> Who cannon fly around, and Russell T. Yeah. Davies is like, whatever. You know, sure, German accent, American accent, whatever accent you want, I don't care. Like, you know, <laughs> just kind of English, whatever you want, I don't really care. You're going to do all these well, things. let's be thankful that they didn't put him in the Toymaker's outfit from back in the, like, the 60s, which was a pretty questionable choice of oh, a, no, 100%. Um, Chinese. But um, you know what it reminded me of? And here's, here's the thing that, yeah. that I, maybe this is why it shat me a lot, is because I've I've watched a bit of, like, try to catch up watching Star Trek The Next Generation, and it reminded me a lot of fucking Q <laughs> episodes. Yes, and I, hated I was about to say that. Um, <laughs> big Q energy. Yeah, yeah. Big, big Q energy. And I was just kind of like, come on. Like, we've seen Q do all this stupid shit before. But, yeah, like, you might like it in this one. It's right. I mean, I, I enjoyed the way that the, the episode ended. But, oh, my God, yeah. I was there. I was with it. I was trying to get onto the whole thing and I was watching the whole thing going, ah, this is shit for me. Just for me. <laughs> Just for it's me. It's shit accent time. Well, that's all right then. Yeah. <laughs> How do you I... know what I've got lined up in my clips? <laughs> Are we going to watch a clip and then talk about it some more? Or uh, sure. Let's have a look. This is, this is shit accent time. Let's get onto this one. Tona Noble, this is for you. Let me tell you what happened when the doctor, he was leaving you. He met a friend called Amy Pott. And he loved Amy Pott. And they went to and fro in time and space. But Amy Pott was touched by the weeping angel. Broken, man. Goodbye. And she died. She died of old age. Well, that's all right then. And then he was meeting Clara. Mm-hmm. But she was killed by a bird. survives in her last second of life. Well, that's all right then. But then, the doctor met Bill. But she was killed by the Cybermen. Oh, well, that's all right then. Yeah, is it though? Is, that's is, all right then. Is that really all right <laughs> then? Um, uh, yes. 
And and yes, Rob says no mention of the companions from the Jody era. Yeah, that was a weird choice to not keep going. I, yeah. Look, I mean, knowing that there's been a lot of weird companions around there, and I have to admit, I didn't watch, I didn't get around to watching any of the Whitaker Who, not because I didn't like, I just wasn't paying attention. There was a lot of other shit going on. <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm not that big a fan of Doctor Who. I mean, I like Doctor Who, but it's not that, it's not on my calendar of things to tick off. Bye. It's Bye. all right. It's <laughs> we know that you're a Star Wars nerd. That's your thing. Yeah, yeah, I've got enough useless science fiction to watch without having to add more <laughs> to, like, you know. Yeah, it, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. I have no leg to stand on. Yeah. <laughs> um, I enjoyed this story because it brought back an old villain. Uh, mm. It did that cool thing with time travel because something was planted in the past that's happening now and, you know, you got to kind of go back and fix it to fix now. I like mm. that kind of stuff. When, yeah, you know, it's not just, oh, we're going through space. It's, it's like, no, he's a fucking time traveler as well. Hello. <laughs> uh, it's kind of feels like sometimes the time travel part is forgotten. Yeah, uh, Rather than just the space bit. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I liked that, you know, there was a seed planted, you know, 60 plus years ago that... Um, you know, has come to fruition now, you know, the long con kind of thing. Mm. But uh I, I do like yeah, I did history a... in there too around yeah. Sticky Hill. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. Like that's really cool. And I looked And those like... dolls were fucking scary. That was great. Yes. The the, the other stooky wife and the babies. It was so good. Yeah. <laughs> I did I did really I did like the the premise of it that everyone was angry on Earth because they all believed that they were right. And that's what, oh, yeah, that's why society was accurate. collapsing because yeah. they were just like, no, I choose to believe that I'm right about everything and I can fly planes through walls. And it's like, sure, you know, it's like just that kind yeah. of very much. It's like, oh, everyone's echo chambering themselves into like arguments. And, and once again, like I, I love when Russell does, you know, big Doctor Who things where it's all world affecting, but also has a point where he's trying to say something about society. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and the whole thing of whether you've been cancelled, whether you, uh, you know, believe that people have the right to live or whatever, but the idea that this thing just essentially takes out the the one little piece of thought that says maybe I'm not right, you know, yeah, it's, it's a it's a very very small change, but it's the only thing keeping our fucking thin veneer of society going. Yeah, I'm gonna bring up a point that you know. I think we might have forgotten in the years since um, Stephen Moffat's run, but there was a time where the fandom for Doctor Who was extremely toxic around Russell and Stephen. And Mm -hmm. there was a huge group of people that really fucking hated anything that Russell did. And uh, I don't think that he got a really fair treatment 15 years ago. Like his uh, you know, storytelling in Doctor Who gave us so many great things and so many, like, uh, reflective stories, not just in terms of, like, what it was telling, but reflective of society at the time. Yeah. And, God, that being the fucking Tumblr era and the amount of uh, women as well that were highly on board with Stephen Moffat's uh, writing and I hate to say it, but that terrible run of Sherlock that we got with Benedict Cumberbatch, that whole fandom was disgusting. 
and oh, really? the the vitriol that came from Stephen Moffat fans uh, for for Russell was just which revolting. is funny because people eventually turned on Moffat. Like there are a lot of people. <laughs> I who, know because surprise, like, oh, he couldn't so keep sexist. up. Yeah, exactly. He I, couldn't keep up with the times. His writing got sloppy, and then oh, they turned on him so quickly. Also, you know, humans are fickle creatures. Yeah, yeah. because he wouldn't pay the fan service. No. People were wanted the fan service, and he's like, oh no, yuck! I'm not going to do that. And so they were like, okay, well, fuck you. And, and everybody was so happy when he's going. He's like, yeah, fuck Stephen Moffat. Get him out of here. And then Chibnall came in and everyone was like, mmm. Um, <laughs> and, and look, there were, there were parts of Chibnall's storytelling I didn't mind. There were other parts of it that I thought were fucking terrible. Um, but it's funny watching people readjust their their um, uh, nostalgia glasses for Russell oh, yeah. T Davies again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say I never had a problem with Russell's storytelling. I liked his Doctor Who stories. I enjoyed a lot of Moffat's Doctor Who stories as well. Um, mm. But I'm just, I'm really pleased that Russell's back and writing for the show again. And I think we're going to have uh, another great season of Doctor Who. I really hope so because I, like, these first three felt like coming home again. Yeah. I was just <laughs> like, oh, I feel like even though there are parts about him that aren't, you know, aren't necessarily great across the board, if you didn't like what he did with the toy maker or whatever, it still felt like the same kind of rollicking sort of weird, you don't know what's going to happen, but yeah. everything is going to feel like, and, you know, he's dropping fucking foreshadowing bombs here, there and everywhere. Who's the boss? Who's in charge? Who is who is the toy maker afraid of? All of these things. And yes. that's what we fucking loved about his writing back in the day was, you know, he'd write a thing and then we'd just spend the next two weeks or whatever just going, what does that mean? Could it mean this? What about this? I yeah, know. I know, I know. And it's good to see the internet back, uh, you know, speculating again because after the Christmas special, you've got like uh, a new character that kind of appeared and there's a lot of talk around who they might be. Yes. And I guess that can bring us directly to... Um, Can something I just, very uh, new. One more little spoiler at the end of the Giggle episode. Go for it. So uh, the toy maker mentioned that he had captured the master and trapped mm -hmm. him in his gold tooth. And at the end of the episode, when they defeated the toy maker, his gold tooth was left behind. And then a manicured red fingernail hand came up and took that gold tooth. Who is it? <laughs> <laughs> Who isn't it? Well, Anna. Who's going to play the new master? Well, the best thing about that is if you go think back to uh, um, the, oh, God, uh, I can't remember whether it's the end of time, one of the 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 ones where the master was killed in the Russell T Davies era, uh -huh. um, the same fucking thing happened um, where uh, the master put himself into a, a, a clock or something like that, if yeah. memory serves. Mm -hmm. And then a, a manicured female hand reaches down oh, and picks up the, the thing. Okay. And it being the master's wife. Remember remember um, that the master, didn't they have a companion? Didn't they have a servant that used to run around in all of those shows? I swear uh, the, the master had He usually had a, would kind of um, hypnotise somebody into doing his... Um, sure. You will how, obey me. How do we all feel about the uh, bi-generation? 
I thought uh. it was very peculiar. <laughs> but I, I thought, mean, it, like, you know, how do you write? How do you write that? What can't they it's do? Like, it's like, oh, Honestly, I thought that was a myth. Why? Why would the doctor regenerate into a previous form as well? Oh, like that's something that hasn't happened before. So why mm. not have a bi generation? And so now we've got two fucking David Tennant looking men running around and a One new in doctor. An universe. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> it just seems tra- like uh, the Davids just won't leave. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. Uh, oh, thank you. Bringing up uh, the Rani. Nice yes, work. thank yes, thank you for Can that. I was like deep. the Rani. That's what I was thinking about. I would love the Rani. Oh, to come isn't back. that who they're speculating Jinx is playing? Could well be. Who's um, Jinx? We, like Jinx Monsoon. Oh, Jinx Monsoon's going to come in. in. Amazing. Yeah. Yes. I love this. They're playing um, a character in the new season, and um, I hope it's the Rani. My friend was like, I hope they're playing the Rani. Which I and mean, I was like, tell me about that. From uh, uh, Mrs. Poole, um, at the end of the last episode. So, who, yes, who knows? Who knows? Um, one thing that was interesting, and I must admit, I, I love getting to a regeneration with Russell T. Davies because there are those moments where shit happens and you're like, I don't know what's going to happen next. Mm. Like, I remember in the middle of a season, they suddenly the doctors started regenerating. We're like, what the fuck? Yeah. No. <laughs> There's, there's no other doctor. Nobody's been announced. What the fuck's going on here? And then he put it all into his hand and, and yada, yada, yada. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So there's two Davids and a hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So there's he's oh, always got this thing that the regeneration is something that is really surprising and special and, and unexpected. And yeah. I love this one because it, it took me completely fucking off guard. Yeah, I didn't think that we were going to be left with a David Tennant. I really no. thought they was just going to regenerate and that would be it. Yes. But now we've got like, yeah. you know, and hey, spoilers, we've got the ability to do whatever we want because now there's <laughs> double space and time for everyone, mm. except one's just in a backyard. Yeah, and there's two TARDISes now. Tardi? Um, <laughs> oh, no, don't get into that. <laughs> and, and Russell has actually said in, in one of the commentary tracks or something like that, that that by generation was actually a much bigger thing than than just David Tennant and Shooty. Yeah. Splitting. It was his way of looking at it was that every other doctor biogenerated at the same time in their own timelines. So, yeah. So all of the other doctors can now be canonically the age that they are. Mm. So that they've split off in their own timelines. And, oh. you know, Sylvester McCoy kept on living in his and now is 80 years old. Tom Baker kept on living in his and he's now nearly fucking 90 and about to die. Yeah, right. Wow. Um, yeah, so he, his theory on it was this is, you know, our way of if we want to, we can use any of the old doctors because they've all bio-regenerated and I wrote <laughs> it and fuck you, I can do what I want. <laughs> Sure. I mean, yeah, good for you. I like that. As a, yeah. as a writer, you can just do whatever you feel. Oh, sorry, D. No, so as a writer, you, you can just do whatever you feel. Yeah. Why yeah. not? And I love that he also was pretty good at not... <laughs> yes, he does regenerate into the Bendu. Um, uh, I love that he was not disrespectful or shitting all over any of Chibnall's or Moffat's work either. Like, yeah. Chibnall did some big fucking swings. There was some weird shit in there that 
you know, he's suddenly like, oh, no, the Doctor is actually thousands of years old and has had hundreds of regenerations before the ones we saw and is, in fact, the, the basis of the entire Time Lord race and half yeah. the universe has died and all this shit. And it's like... Yeah, the stuff just... around the Time Lord lore that he did in Jodie's era was fascinating. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and I, I love that that was treated with a level of uh, weight to it that was mm. like... The Doctor is actually fucked up about this. Yeah. You know, in those shitty episodes called The Flux, they're terrible. They're really badly thought out, but some really big stuff happens and it's nice to hear somebody going, oh, that happened and it's actually affecting the Doctor. That's why he's helped. Yeah, I was, I, I was a little confused with that. I did stick my hand up watching that episode going, what's The Flux? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what had happened, but like I picked yeah. it up. They did a bit of exposition enough for me to go, oh, okay, trauma. Mm. Not At least I didn't yeah. rehash the time war. No, no, that's, that was the 50th anniversary. We've left that behind. We don't need to do that again. <laughs> yes, we do. I want them all back. I yes, want to see more them. John Hurt. Oh, hang on. Um, I, I want to see another war doctor. Mm, well... Yeah. I mean, okay, if you want to bring John Hurt back from the dead, I'm sure he's... Yeah, I was going to say, John Hurt's dead, mate. I didn't say the <laughs> same war doctor. I said I uh, want to see another war doctor. I would dearly love for them to finally give Paul McGann an actual series. Um, like, he got, he got one fairly shit film and yeah. a whole bunch of audio. Yeah. But that'd be fun. I want him... Yeah, I think that'd be great. Or... Um, uh, the other guy. God, fuck, what's the other Withnell actor? Richard E. Grant. Oh, Richard E. Grant. <laughs> I would love well, to Richard see... Richard E. Grant has played the Doctor once. Paul, yes, but I would like to see Paul McGowan as the Doctor and Richard E. Grant come in as the Master. And it's oh, just God, them yes. And it's just them living in a flat. <laughs> oh, no, I like the odd couple. That would be amazing. They have to go on a trip. Somewhere yes. in a in a clapped out TARDIS. Yes. Out. Exactly. Was it Uncle Uncle Monty's? Uncle Monty. Uh, yes. Uh, Auntie Donna. Um, okay, so that brings us to the Christmas special. The Christmas ah, special. Finally, we get to the get rid of Tenant. The, the church on Ruby Road. Yeah. Sorry. Te we got rid of Tenant. He's having his own little retirement. Everyone's fine. We can leave him in the yard. And let Donna Noble yes. go and introduce a whole. Hopefully, new... going on adventures with Donna and Rose. Yeah. And do, something, and do something new and interesting, like introduce a young blonde uh, companion. <laughs> <laughs> who's, yeah. Who Whose needs, name starts with R. Who needs yeah. rescuing. <laughs> and is, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Come <Yeah>. on. <laughs> I mean, he's nothing if not predictable. You know, he, he likes <laughs> writing to, to his power notes, as it were. Sure. I've got to say, this had classic Christmas special written all over it. It's just did. a bit of fun. I was also reminded of the, the fact that there are very few of the Christmas specials I actually like that much. Oh, okay. Oh, excuse <laughs> me? Like all of those goblins that got fired from The Hobbit and haven't had any work <laughs> until now, and, you know, they worked hard on in um, Labyrinth and then they were on in The Hobbit and now they're finally getting some work again in uh, Doctor Who. You leave them alone. <laughs> I sit and... <laughs> they're the thing I had the problem with. Why? Um, I, I know that he's 
explained it by saying that um, that the doing the, the the salt thing at the edge of the universe has kind of broken reality a little bit, and that's why goblins and magic and things can can happen. But there's a little part of me I'm like, it's a fucking sci-fi show, and goblins to me just felt a little. But you, Weirdly. you, but you draw the line at goblins. But Spice Girls, totally fine. Let's just roll that through. Yeah, let's go for it. One hundred percent. Hundred percent. But wouldn't you think that somewhere in the great big universe that our fantasy creatures were based off of something? Yes. Um, <laughs> I, I and guess... do you think that they could probably be pirate goblins in the sky? <laughs> Maybe I'll 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 let them have it. It was just a bunch of things that kind of hit me in a way that I was like, oh that oh okay that's oh no. So you know it was oh, like gosh. it was the goblins and then it was the musical number. Um, and I was kind of like, ah, look. On one level, I realize it's a heap of fun. And it's a good, it's a musical number and it's fun and it's, and it's, you know, and the doctor does a, a musical number and sings and dances and has a great time. And that's cool. But there's just one point where I was just like, mm, doesn't feel quite right. Oh, I thought um, it was a great big lot of fun. I liked the goblins. I loved the, the design. The Goblin King was disgusting and brilliant. Um, I think the, the stealing babies thing was like really clever how they worked that into the story and I just wish that somebody had mentioned Labyrinth. Just <laughs> like I wish they had the been a, like goes, that's not any Goblin King I've been to. Yeah, or like what babe? It's like the babe with the power. What power? <laughs> or like, you exactly. know, kind of done a gag, you know, but <laughs> <laughs> uh shout out that's true it. Goblin's gotta sing or David Bowie died for nothing. <laughs> true. Oh dear. Yeah, uh, I look, yeah. You know, it I, was it was it was fun, but there was it just, there was a couple of like it was slightly off. There was a couple of nice bits in there. I like the idea that the goblins communicated or technologicalized thing through rope, so had to learn how rope the different rope knotting yeah. things worked. And I was like, rope that's language. fun. I I like the rope language cool. thing. That was kind of cool. And you know, do, do I really care about this companion anymore? Nah. Like I mean, you don't I, like Ruby. I have, I have, I just, I've just gone to the stage now where I'm just like, I'm a bit annoyed that the Doctor keeps picking up companions. He really should be told no, or he really should be a little bit more like, <laughs> you know what? I've done this too many times. I have abducted, basically abducted someone and taken them off on adventures <laughs> with me, and no one has like, and everyone has been reluctant to say the least. I don't think we've ever had a companion that's just like, "What do you do?" Well, you get my box. We'll go through time and space, and the, and without any further prompting, like, "All right, let's go." Like, who who's done that? None of them have done that. I just feel like he should ask for consent before the adventures, <laughs> and uh, that's a good way to start rather than just. You know, go, well, you, you kind of liked it, didn't you? It's a bit weird. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, you didn't complain in the moment. <laughs> wow. I just... Well, it's a rough call. Uh, I think, like, both of them, like, well, there have been many times that he sort of said, you don't want to come with me. This is a bad thing. Like, he does try and warn all of them 
that it's not going to be safe and it's but at the same time you can see he's always going but i want you to come with me yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's an escapist fantasy series. Yeah, absolutely. I don't, like, there's no complaints there, really, to be honest. I mean, come <laughs> on. You know, no. not having a companion with the Doctor would be quite a boring thing unless you just kept, oh, God. you know, you have to introduce someone the whole time, you never get to know them. Well, there, know. Are, there are a few episodes where, the, like, the, the companion is literally there for one episode and they're weird. Yeah. Like, there's the one, you know, Kylie Minogue. You know, yep. she was the companion for literally one Christmas episode, and then she was yeah. gone. Um, there's the the uh, the the bus in the desert one where like it was a cat burglar. Um, yeah, uh, the, the bus in the desert and the flying metal eating sharks. Um, I just when I, I say things like that, they sound fucking insane. Can we, can yeah, we, and I'm really struggling to remember that one actually. Can, can we just have yeah, like it's maybe one of the not good specials for David Tennant? Maybe a companion, <laughs> maybe a companion that just goes and has that adventure, and then eventually halfway through this season, just goes, "I'm done. I, I'm out. Take me home. This is this has been too much. I have trauma now. I've seen things I can no longer unsee, and my life will never be the same." Uh, and I'm not like you know some diffusing bomb to save the universe from time imploding on itself i don't have to sacrifice myself i'd like to go home now and i need to forget mm. all of this the end yeah. please i mean i do miss ace yeah. freely because she used to hit things with a baseball bat oh she's still out there yeah yeah i, like I do like that we've gotten to see some of the old companions come back in these specials yeah. too yes yeah I, I, including I, the one that hates brisbane to bring back and do something good with that's Mel. right the one from brisbane <laughs> Oh, the Australian um, one from, from Pegan yeah, Joe yeah, Baker. Yeah, <laughs> I hadn't like I remember still... that or saw that clip, which is just like, ah, oh, you know. So you've been to Brisbane? <laughs> I laughed. So yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the, this this thing comes from the darkest pit of the universe where no no sentient life happens. Oh, we can just take it to Brisbane. Yeah. <laughs> what That's a like amazing. Um, but yes, thank you, Michelle Ryan. That's the one I was thinking of. Um, yeah, I. I it was really nice seeing Mel back again, um, because she was she was kind of one of the companions that got the worst treatment in terms of fans and stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, so she started off with the sixth Doctor, who <laughs> got a shit run anyway. Like um, he, uh, partway through his run, the 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 creator of the show, John Nathan Turner, at that point, the, the <laughs> showrunner, hated the show he was working on. <laughs> And right. kind of actively tried to shut it down um, and cut the budgets for it and just fucking went to town. So it, it turned from being, you know, Doctor Who that we all knew and loved to being this really cheap, shitty um, trial of a Time Lord thing that was awful. And then um, she shifted across to the Seventh Doctor and got about one or two runs with him and then she was mm -hmm. out. So mm -hmm. it was like... She got shafted out of any good stories and any good stuff. So it was kind of nice to see her mm. come back. And I mean, she's a computer programmer and that was never, ever used in her mm. series at all. <laughs> it was like, oh, oh she's yeah. actually smart. Yeah, right. Good. <laughs> so, yes, that was that was nice. Yeah. Anyway, Shooty, we fucking love Shooty. I love Shooty. I'm so looking forward to his series. Yeah. Mm. I think he's going to be brilliant. 
He feels like a breath of fresh air to the kind of thing. And it's, it looks happy. You always want people who look happy to be playing what they're playing. And also, yeah, first, I... first time I've ever seen the Doctor dance in a kilt. <laughs> yes. Or just go to a club for fun. Love that. Great. Yeah. I, I love that, that, yeah, we're actually seeing a, a Doctor who isn't weighed down by a thousand or how many thousand years worth of trauma. And it's like the flocks, who is she? Fuck her. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to go going, in my life. Yeah, I'm going to put on a kilt and a, and a top and go, and go to a club. <laughs> go to a club. I'm going to party like it is 1999 yeah. every year because I can't. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I, I like really it. enjoyed he seemed like a good doctor. I have to say, though, I am a little bit of a traditionalist and I'm not in love currently with the Sonic Screwdriver redesign. No. Uh, yeah. I mean, I kind it's of there. like the old weird, is that a screwdriver um, thing that where it started? It's like, is that a screwdriver? It's a Sonic Screwdriver. It does whatever <laughs> the Deus Ex Machina that we need to do mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah but this one is a little like you know round little orb thing i was a bit like eh. yeah it's a bit like a stimulator but we're not gonna go there <laughs> <laughs> no judgment there it has a I, light I, I and a whistle for attracting attention <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah i do remember looking at that and when they were showing it off i was like oh that's that's maybe not quite Right. Yeah. Nah. I like the right set. Not... The, the set was nice, mm -hmm. and the 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 jukebox that just sort of set down something. Yeah, like, that's oh, fun. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I love that they've made, and I love that Russell's made a point of making the TARDIS accessible. Um, yes. The not only you know is it does it have an accessibility ramp, but it ramps all the way through it, so anyone yeah. can move around it wherever they want. Mm -hmm. But also like really looking at it, and I can see why so many people are just going, oh, it's so woke. It's because he's actually trying, you know. <laughs> I know. Wow, a man did the bare minimum. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's writing Let's characters. Let's hate him for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Writing characters who are different, who aren't necessarily straight white men, you know. My God. Yeah. Yes. I put on my shocked 70s Spider-Man face. Yeah. Yes. It just... But also... So many of these people forget that this is the same guy who wrote Bisexual Captain Jack, you know. Mm -hmm. Shocking. And, you know, all, sorry. Shocking. Bisexual yes. Captain Jack. So shocking. Mm. <laughs> you know, and, and you know, has been pushing the boundary every fucking time as to what he can get away with and what is yeah. um, being talked about. And it's like, there's a reason they brought him back. And it, it wasn't just... to write safe shit does my head in that like science fiction can't be progressive for these people like i don't mm. understand why people watch sci-fi if they don't want to see something that's different you know yeah. like i don't get <laughs> get it yeah i yeah. i love the one recently who's like uh the, as a republican senator who is like uh um, star wars has just gone too work it's too wake that's that's why i've always been a trekkie and like, oh my god uh, here's them and here's the point yeah they completely missed it i mean i love and here's the point up your ass <laughs> i love i love star like wars chocolate covered pretzel? i love that star wars is too woke mainly because so you're you're telling me a plucky freedom fighter rebelled against an authoritarian government 
and succeeded by brutally murdering millions of those and that's where the story was like wait yeah. that's woke and that was yeah. did you forget that that mm-hmm. it changed like how how that's where it started and then you want to go further like what anyway <laughs> i'm i'm very happy to see all of these these changes with doctor who i just want some good plots yeah. and some new aliens and some fun adventures and you know yes and then I'm glad I fun. didn't see any racist posts about the casting for Doctor. If That's they good. were there, I don't want to know about it. But yeah, yeah. I didn't see anything. Yeah, we don't need because they sure as shit weren't silent when it was a woman. Oh fuck! No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, it just gets so fucking tiring, doesn't it? Didn't it we, really does. Didn't we get a succession <laughs> of like white? Like, didn't didn't we give people what they wanted with Capaldi, which is like, oh, old white guy, yeah, with white hair, yeah, you got that right, yeah. and then it wasn't so great, and everyone's like, oh, this, no, we can't have that. This, what happens if we mm. go some another direction? No, don't change direction. Like, which way do you <laughs> yeah, want me no, to go? No, it should totally be another but younger guy, and preferably white, and you know. <laughs> And it's always that question of which one was going to go first. Was it going to be a woman or was it going to be a person of colour? Um, yeah. You know, and I'm glad that they went with the woman. Um, Are you happy? You know, not it, that there's, a, like, either way it would have been good, but it's, yeah. like, I think it would have been even harder if it had been one more man. Right. Are you, now at least. Yeah. yeah. Are you the, happy the, that, the, um, uh, that they're not doing an American remake of Doctor Who? That they're just, <laughs> it's just American cash. And like, usually, you know, if it's going to be released in America now, it's like, oh, we should do an American version. And technically they could, you know, America could have the uh, the shooty one and then Britain could keep the David Tennant one and then we'd <laughs> see how they go. Best of both worlds. Oh, dear. Well, there no? are lots of talk <laughs> about lots of spin-offs coming out. Um, um, there, there has been uh, files put through uh, for spin-off TV series and, and short-form series that we'll see. Apparently there's one about Sea Devils, and I was like, oh, good. That really, really shit special for Jody. Oh, Great, let's revisit that. Well, I mean, I'd, I'd be, yeah. be more interested to see a few smaller stories too, like good old traditional Doctor Who. It doesn't have to be about saving the galaxy. It's just about like, uh-oh, someone's fallen down a well and there's an alien in there hiding. Yeah. We got rid of the alien. Okay, bye. <laughs> Timmy the alien, I'm stuck yeah. down a well. <laughs> What's that, Davros? <laughs> Timmy's stuck down a well. Oh, don't get... And he's a, and he's a Dalek. Oh, no. Don't get us started about the, the, the problems with Davros already that people are complaining about. You haven't even seen the episode. God. Oh, oh well, they have seen that episode. That is one of the things that was interesting. So but the children in need special. Yeah. So the, there mm-hmm. were a couple of other little things that came out at the same time. There's oh, good. A Thanks. who reading things for CBBS, um, which I haven't watched. But then there was the children in need special, which was a comedic little scene about the literal genesis of the Daleks. Um, okay. And that introduced uh, Davros, who wasn't in the chair. Oh, and that made people very angry. Um, yeah, because when I like to think of my fascist dictators, they've always got to be in a wheelchair. Well, that's kind of the point that Russell was making, is that um, there has been a long period of uh, treating people with disabilities as inherently evil. 
um, like you'll see people who have physical dis, uh, disfigurements and stuff like that are always the signifiers of somebody who is evil. Yeah. And so he wanted to uh, address that and say, okay, this is at a different point in time where Davros is not in the chair and is not um, that, you know, that mm. vision of a person. And I was like, fair enough. And people were angry because you change something. Uh, so yeah. the lesson of the story is everybody sucks, but Doctor yep. Who is good. <laughs> what a great, what a great way to start yes. off 2024. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, speaking of making uh, people I'm angry, uh, what are we doing next week? Hey, it's <laughs> murder on the dance floor. And you'll get that joke next week. <laughs> and so will Quinny, who hasn't watched it yet. Yes, you have, no. you have homework to do, Quinny. Go off, find it's your... exciting homework for your weekend. Find your Amazon... I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Prime but... login and get yourself some Bernie salts. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, we are looking at salt burn. Yeah. Which... I don't know much about. No, you don't. You don't have to. Like, you know, all I'm going to say is just, just you know, treat yourself right. You know, put on some candles, put on some nice <laughs> music, relax, maybe take a bath and watch Saltburn. Uh, and then, yeah. Okay. See how that goes for you. Will I get a Saltburn? Uh, you might. Oh, you <laughs> something will burn. Um, right. There's uh, an itching and then a burning. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, Rob wants to know how much of an ick factor there is to salt burn. Uh, I'd go if you're uncomfortable with um, weird sexual proclivities, steer clear of it. If you if you like mm. vanilla, it's okay. But I mean, also all <laughs> of the ick is based on the viewer's reaction. Like none of this is being done. Is 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 all of it is specifically done to make people go. <gasps> Because it's just like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because there's a point where it's implied, and your brain makes the connection, but then it's just like, no, no, we're not looking away. Like, you know, it's just kind of like, it's not even yeah. going to imply this. this yeah, it's 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 just all on you. So, like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's, it's a weird, it's it a weird one. Outside of all of this discussion about like, uh, you know, all this these shocking moments. It's a very interesting and well crafted film. And the only thing that I found disgusting about it was that it's not in sixteen nine. Uh, it's in four by three. Yeah, <laughs> that was discuss weird. This further next week, otherwise mm. we're just going to review the whole film now. Sure. I'll tell you though, I didn't look at my phone. I didn't look at my hey, phone. Hey. I watched that's the movie. Good, that's a good sign. That's a very yeah. good sign. Yeah. Yeah. It was quite enthralling. I like Barry Keegan. Yeah, I think he's a really good actor. Um, it's, it's just unfortunate that he got put in that Eternals movie. Yeah, um, I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, sp speaking of Marvel and everything, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed season two of What If. Um, thought that was, was a good. lot of fun. I'm um, I'm half an episode in and I fell asleep. Oh, so Dion loved it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I've got a whole bunch of... Okay. I, I loved that we had more Bucky. Yes, more Bucky. Much but Bucky. I was we... ashamed that there was it was extremely heterosexual. Can yeah. can we add? Can maybe we add for the the Echo one? Uh, Echo and mm. what if? What if Echo? Yes. Is that all right? Is that like yeah, a marvelly bit? Include a bit of add what if that chat? on. Sure, if, if you, you like. 
if, yeah. if you as as an audience want to talk about what if during Echo, we will also talk about that then. And Rob asks the question on the tips of the lips of all concerned. Yes, yeah, a good question there, Rob. Very oh, good dear. question. Um, I'm, what did we think of Rebel Moon? I feel like we're not reviewing we should, it, are we? No, we have we, we not yet. We, not, not yet. yet. We not made yet. it in both parts uh, because remember, Rebel Moon has had its release and it's getting its R-rated version release, and then it is having its second part release, mm. and then it's having its R-rated second part, and then it's going to be probably oh a director's fucking cut. And then there'll be a Snyder cut that goes for twelve hours. <sighs> yeah. So. Um, Holding yeah, off. Quinny, exactly. <laughs> Yawn. I, 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 it is under discussion. Reading says it should be a drunk cinema watch. Uh, <laughs> no, that's Aquaman 2. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah, um, I see, and I watched that too. Um, yeah, yeah. I feel like I want to watch the second part of Rebel Moon before I rate them as both the Rebel Moon yeah. things, but still, like. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we'll see but how we as go. as Ironclad Eminem has said, Rebel Moon was silly bad. Like no, no, not putting anything out there too much, but it was fucking stupid bad. No, it's it looked just like bad. a giant Final <laughs> Fantasy cutscene. Yeah, yeah. It it yeah. does it does not a lot. I got served an ad for a toy from based on Rebel Moon, and it was. Uh, can mm. anyone guess what the toy was? Which character? The really mm. important one that oh, you the robot expect? that 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 disappears from most of the film. Jimmy, the robot. Do you remember yeah, Jimmy, yeah? The robot who disappears from most of the film. Yep. I gotta say, I was building Lego while I was watching this movie, so I was more looking at the Lego. Yeah. And then, um, you know, but I watch. did live react in the messenger as I was watching it. Mm. <laughs> I did yes. too. I had some thoughts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, we'll, we'll get around to Rebel Moon. Karina's yes. like, do Aquaman 2 and Rebel Moon? And I'm like, there's only so much hate that we can put into one fucking podcast. Yeah. Girls, um, why and do you also, hear these guys don't want to watch it. Aquaman 2. Uh, well, I, have a, you, you I will watch a drunk for a I think That's a very good idea um, <laughs> because I watched it sober and there is definitely <laughs> no fucking way. But I want to do that again. Oh um, my yeah. god. I'm just angry that uh, the entirety of the DC Extended Universe ends with that film. I can't believe you paid me to go watch that. I watched it in IMAX. <laughs> I wanted to see it as big and as dumb as I could, and it was... As you did. <laughs> I, I got what I paid for. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, dear. Um, anyway, yes. uh, we've been on... The, thanks for sticking around with us and chatting for way longer than we uh, expected. But <laughs> there was a lot of Doctor Who in there. Go and watch some Doctor Who. Look forward to the next season. Yeah, um, and then watch Saltburn and come talk to us next week. Yeah, hope you yes. had a nice break. Go watch Saltburn. It's a fun one. Probably don't watch it with your extended family or young children, though. I'm just <laughs> going to put that one out there, you know? If you don't yes, want to have any... watch it with your parents and your children. Yeah, yeah. If you don't want to have any awkward conversations, just maybe watch it with some open-minded folks rather than just the, you know, <laughs> probably wouldn't be watching that one at Christmas. Right. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Um, we've got no one to raid. Everybody's still on holiday, so... Oh, that's good okay. for them. We're pretty yeah. much on holiday yeah. still. We'll oh, figure it out by the end of January. What day is it? What even year is it? I don't know. Yeah. I don't want yeah. to. <laughs> okay, everyone. We'll see you later. Good night. Bye. See you next week. Bye.
Thanks for listening to the Periodic Table of Awesome podcast. If you have questions, please email info at theperiodictableofawesome.com. Find us on our website, www.theperiodictableofawesome.com, where there's links to our iTunes, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Until next time, stay awesome.